Yeah, baby. Back at it once again. Welcome to Destination 831. I'm Coach Casey. It's podcast time, and I'm fired up. We're going to talk some music. We're going to talk some reggae music. We're going to talk with members of the band Sensory Tribe, who are joining us here on Destination 831. In fact, Destination 831 is going to be inviting you to our ribbon-cutting mixer, which is coming up at the end of the month. That's going to be on Thursday, January 30th. We'll have more details for you. And Sensory Tribe is going to be part of that. El Kappa hey, yeah. is here along That's with right. Glenn Bell. Hello, Guys, thanks hello. so much for being with us. And, and we also have another special guest <laughs> over there, Kappa. Who, who'd you bring along? I brought uh, my son... Little Bell, Baby G. All right. Gerardito. Baby uh, G is with <laughs> us as well. So Sensory Tribe, uh, how long, tell us about the band, how you guys got it together. Sure. Okay. Um, about 2016, after a few uh, projects I had in the peninsula, I was looking for a, a special um, group of individuals to try to do uh, what I called... Um, and everybody's band, like everybody's the singer, everybody's the musician, oh, okay. everybody's the writer. Like, and like he said, musician is very important. <laughs> um, so I started this jam at my house mm-hmm. and started inviting people over. Um, I went hunting for Mr. Glenn Bell a few times, right? You, you can probably tell that part of the story uh, sure. better than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, how'd you guys meet? Now you're, let's uh, just go over now. You, you're from uh, this area. Yeah, I went to Pacific Grove High. Graduated from CSUMB. Before that, I'm actually um, Southern California boy. Okay. Um, I went to elementary school in Long Beach and then San Bernardino. Um, and I met G. I believe is through an online advert, right? Uh, or, or you know, what? actually, no. I take that back. I moved back to. I relocated to California. Uh, after living in Vegas, and I was in uh, a couple of bands, and the reggae band that I was sitting in for, uh, they recommended me to a local reggae artist, and that wound up being G. Right. Keith um, Batlin. Keith, yeah, from Guidance, Guidance Band. I asked him, I was trying to lift this project up uh, in Monterey, and I was like, man, I can't find people who like reggae. Like, do you know anyone? And he told me, there's this guy, his name is Glenn Bell, and he's working at the music store. So I started um, heading over to the music store and nice. said, you know, are you Glenn? Like, yeah. I, I've heard about you, man. <laughs> so I tried a few times to convince him to come and jump with me. And uh, it, I think the third or fourth time I offered, he actually came through. What did you think the first time El Capo <laughs> stops through the door and says, hey, are you Glenn Bell? You're like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, I have pretty strong instincts, and I knew that this guy was crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, but passionate about what he does and that's something that we have in common and um yeah uh, so i i i knew that he loved reggae and that uh and that i love reggae that was kind of my first Im- impression of him that he had uh ambition he had you know mm-hmm. things he wanted to accomplish and it's like you know that is something that uh we definitely both share and what are some of those things you want to accomplish well, there's so many, but uh, one of my biggest things is living uh, something tangible. Uh, so recording is very important for me, creation of content, either video or music. Um, children. Children. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed that. <laughs> like the ideas that are in my head, right, all this melody, I want to s- hear it, something tangible with like people 
who are great musicians, mm-hmm. and that's what we're able to accomplish with the tribe. And also, it's open for other creativity processes, everybody. But my first ambition was everybody sings, everybody plays an instrument, and everybody writes. That's how it all started. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a crazy backwards way, because usually people... Usually people start with, I'm going to be the star, and then I'll recruit other musicians. I wanted right. to, everybody to have an, an equal mm-hmm. say in the band. What went into the naming of the, or coming up with the name Sensory Tribe? Because I really like it. You know, I, I that was kind of a crowdsource, just like everything else with the band. Um, we had, I, I, I believe that the the seedling of that idea was with a former band member, right? Um, yes, um, sensory, the part sensory, because I wanted music that everybody could feel. Mm. Like It's not just hearing it by seeing it. It's a whole idea. And it started as a seedling with that. And I think for a minute we wanted to be sensory vibes. And then we were like, no, but we're more like a family, yeah. you know, like, like a tribe. So, we, And then we sent it to vote and... The then members say, yeah, that this is a good one. That's I'm, it. I'm stuck Sensory out with Tribe. And it certainly is. It's um, a band that with a very unique sound. One of the things I love about you guys is the horns. Yeah. The way they jump in. <laughs> T- take us around the band. Tell us uh, some of the uh, members who aren't here with us and, and what they got going. Sure, I'll start. Um, well, yeah, well, with myself. Yeah, I was um, going to ask, what do you play? Okay, yeah, my name is Glenn, and I play the electric bass, and I'm also a guitarist, um, but with the band primarily the electric bassist. Um, and then on guitars and vocals, uh, we have Sean McGill, um, great vocalist yeah. and a songwriter, another primary songwriter. And we have on keys and vocals, uh, Zach or Sweetly Mac is Sweet a stage Sweetly Mac. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be greedy over here. You want to take? You want to do the rest of the lineup? Yeah. Then we have uh, Skyler Horn playing the trumpet. Um, sometimes we uh, ask a little much of him. He's helping with vocals now yeah. and uh, even leading with some songs. So he has a few verses where he's leading. He helps us too with the process of writing or uh, even uh, perfecting horn lines. And then we have Rebecca Cordell on the saxophone that we also put, I, you know, my thing is everybody should sing, everybody should say something. So um, just keep pushing that stuff and, and see where it goes. But Becca's also helping with that, and she's uh, singing now, a little bit helping with backups. But that's, that's what we have for now. Right. And yeah. don't forget, the, you know, our uh, fearless leader and drummer and vocalist this guy and on songwriter. The skins over yeah. here, El Capa. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. Well, with this a little stuff. bit, boy. With you're doing it all. <laughs> multitasking at its best. Right. You can tell he's a drummer, man. He knows yeah. what's happening. <laughs> take, take us through your musical career, if you would, and, and how you wound up uh, finding such a uh, fondness for reggae. Yeah, um, it all started for me with writing poetry when I was about 14. I had a really good teacher mentor that he was like, uh, you should take your stuff to the next level. Mm-hmm. So um, he pushed me to, per- to participate. Well, what well, went away? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> to participate in these uh, short stories. Uh, then I started writing a lot of poetry. And then I bought my my guitar at 16 for the first time. Well, so you were a late bloomer in terms of getting going to a teenager. Yeah, with, with music, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. definitely, definitely. And then eventually, uh, well, we'll get to the dad part, but then you got from the guitar and then you worked your way into a little, the percussion. Yeah, or? I always loved the drums. I always wanted to drum. I think it's a, a more uh, suitable uh, instrument for me. Uh, 
I'm gonna have to take a little <laughs> break. With this guy. All right, no, no problem. you with Glenn Bell. All right, yeah. I eventually moved to the United States in the year 2000, and I've been here for about half of my life. And I moved to Miami, have a few bands there. Uh, I'm gonna give him some air, and I'll be back with the, All with right. the story. Sure. This is live. You gotta <laughs> love it right here. Destination 831. We're talking with uh, Glenn Bell right now, uh, who's with Sensory Tribe. And uh, you, your fondness uh, for reggae, was that something that uh, right out of the gate for you? Or did you have a lot of different types of music that you were real uh, into younger? Um, real early influence. Um, I always just kind of tell the, the same story. Uh, my initial, as, as far as I can remember uh, with, with reggae, was um, listening to it on road trips in my uncle's car. Uh, so... Every road trip that we did, Bob Marley was playing in the background. My family's from Costa Rica, so um, every time, you know, I would just make that association. So I think, I don't know how young I was, but uh, for for those first few years, I thought that Bob Marley was a Costa Rican musician. Oh, (laughs) wow, okay, yeah. (laughs) And I remember, yeah. Just just, because your your family was so comfortable with him, that's what you heard. And yeah. and uh, That's cool. Yeah, so so it's just kind of... um, like hearing that music and hearing those rhythms uh, and then even just uh, sort of identifying with the image of Bob, Bob Marley. And, um, you know, just like I remember just like staring at record covers and seeing you know, his long dreadlocks and thinking mm-hmm. like, uh, this is a cool guy. So, <laughs> so right. from there, um, once I did get into music and start exploring records, um, I found that I that. I personally identified with the music in a much more meaningful and sort of a spiritual and holistic way. Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's uh, something. And, and the bass, how did you begin uh, with that? Yeah. So I, be, I started playing bass. Uh, sorry. I started playing guitar first um, around about 2002 uh, after listening to the band Rage Against the Machine on the radio. Um, it just clicked. I was always, um, I was always kind of a fan of music and guitar music. I think I'd already been a fan of Stevie Wonder, um, Bob Marley, and Jimi Hendrix at that point. Pretty good core right there. Right, yeah. You got your roots wrapped around there. Yeah, and that's just like messing around with my dad's uh, vinyl collection um, that kind of planted the seed. But once I heard Raging Against the Machine over the radio, I was trying to figure out how that band, their how the personnel or the lineup was um, configured because I heard DJ textures mm-hmm. and I found out it was a quartet and that the guitar was producing those sounds. So wow. that kind of, um, that, I mean, I, I liked it. I always joke. I like probably could have gotten into law or medicine, right. <laughs> but as soon as well, I heard, you broke it down, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, there it goes. Yeah, it's like, as soon Side as track. I heard that, it's like, oh, you know, this is my, my route. So, um, around 2007 ish, um, I was studying jazz guitar at CSUMB and the course was no longer available. There wasn't enough enrollment. And, um, but there were one-on-one bass lessons that were still in okay. the, on the catalog oh, for that so semester. Over, yeah. and, and I took those lessons and I started, um, um, I joined a local reggae band, the Tony Miles band. I want to shout him out. Oh, um, Tony Miles. And Tony Miles uh, recruited me. For uh, for his quartet, and uh, in his living room, he gave me a reggae bass lesson wow. uh, that I never forgot. And then from then, 
I just started going back through the records and listening a lot to uh, Ashton Family Man Barrett, um, Bob Myerly's uh, principal bassist, and that was my whole education. Right there. Yeah. Just picked it up from there. You've been going ever since. And just going deep. I'm more of like a like a book type learner. That's mm-hmm. the best way for me to absorb information. So I just uh, started reading up on my history and you know learning more about like um, Sly and Robbie. And um, yeah, and just uh, the whole lineup of, uh, of bass players uh, for primarily throughout the 70s and 80s. That's kind of like, you know, were my favorite Bass stylings. Nice. El Kappa back with us. Good to have <laughs> you, man. We missed you. Hey, where can we catch the Sensory Tribe around town? You guys are performing where? Uh, we're, we're, we're here. Uh, we're going to be uh, playing for Kevin uh, mm-hmm. for Destination 81 um, uh, ribbon opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do an acoustic set. We're going to be moving around the studio. We're going to be hanging out with people. Nice. We're going to be chilling. <laughs> Chilling, yeah. Yeah, all I need to do is talk, and then he's very interested. <laughs> I got you. All right, baby G back with us. Yeah. So, um, and uh, Destination 831 is going to be having that ribbon cutting. It's going to be on Thursday, January 30th, uh, 5... 5.30, See, Glenn, thank goodness you're no here, problem. man. Somebody, and, uh, there'll be wine. I was taking notes, and you didn't, and you remember There's going to be beer, oh, you know? <laughs> so, uh, I should have been paying attention. I mean... I, I can't think of a better thing to do on a Thursday right. in Monterey County. And some great food, and you can see all the bells and whistles, toys we have down here. A lot of uh, the things that we can do with you, Destination 831. One of them is which getting to know these great guys here, El Kappa, along with Glenn Bell from Sensory Tribe, going to be joining us on that ribbon cutting on January 30th. How do people follow you or track you uh, through the social media? Now we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a Twitter account. Um, yeah, and uh, we're always around town, you know, popping up here and there. Uh, next show, we have a private event in February, but we're helping with the return of the natives. Uh, they, they're doing a planting session, and we just provide some background music for them while they're, like, working hard. And then we got, um, we're probably going to be on the West End again. Okay. Uh, uh, West End Celebration. And this is, uh, and we have one more gig in August. And early August, mm-hmm. but for now that's what we have. We're trying to take it easy a little bit because we want to produce more material. You do. That's a good we're point. Work, we're working in a brand new set list. Oh, nice. As G said, we'd had kind of like a breakneck um, schedule, which I'm proud of. You know, mm-hmm. especially just as uh, we do all of our own bookings. Uh, so we had um, at least two to three gigs a month last year, and um, we were having trouble sort of uh, being able to produce new material while at the same time sure. preparing for each yeah, performance. So why, yeah. we, we said it, uh, it's, I love performing. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's oh, definitely, sure. Glenn, it Glenn is could bitter no, medicine. could never turn down a, a gig. So right. we just kept going, kept going. And it was hard to put new material. So we've been slowly but surely putting How are you new doing songs. going through the withdrawals? I, yeah, right? I know. It, right? It's bitter medicine to be able to, to, to have to slow down. But um, I, uh, I, uh, I'm really proud of the group. Um, all of us are songwriting com- uh, contributors also, and I have some ideas, so it's an opportunity for me to kind of like, you know, go back into the uh, incubator, right, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, develop some new ideas. You mentioned when you first got here, the reggae scene, not uh, not as happening, perhaps. Have you seen some increases um, based on your time on the peninsula? It's on and off, yeah. truly, and, and truly is 
we're not reggae roots. A lot of bands are dedicated to reggae roots. They really want that reggae, reggae sound. We throw a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. We throw a little bit of hip hop, a little bit of rap. So I call it reggae fusion because oh. we always season it with some stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, ever since we started, I've seen a little bit of a hype on uh, live performances a little bit more, right? A, a lot of bands, not only reggae, but very So diverse. yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's probably right. Um, the... Um, the larger overall music scene, we're happy to report, is very healthy, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, it's a little bit diffuse, if I could use that word, you know, in terms of, like, um, I would like to see more of a sort of cross-pollinating audiences and opening up for each other and, and yeah. booking venues together. Mm -hmm. um, but tons of bands out there. Um, shout out to The Basement and um, uh, Leche Malo and, you know, like uh, my memory is uh, gonna run is gonna run short. I hope I don't forget. Uh, uh, Lily Lemon, Kinder Creatures, um, yeah, a lot of great bands out there innovating in the scene. And I'm sorry if I left out your band name. <laughs> We're, uh, well, I play with uh, Mike PZ, and uh, there's also um, I have a side project with Mike PZ and uh, Kai. Uh, we call it Tree Vox, but it's a lot of, of music and a lot of talented people out there. And I'm always looking to collaborate. So if anyone wants to make music with me. Let me know. I will get in the studio and get something going. A video, a short song, a collaboration, a featuring. I love doing that stuff. That's what I love about this little town mentality mm -hmm. is that everybody's so close together that you get a chance to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, case in point right here, getting together and getting <laughs> the word right. out about that. And, of course, all the great things uh, taking place with Destination 831. My guest, uh, El Kappa, along with uh, Glenn Bell, going to be performing Right here in this very spot for the ribbon cutting that's going to take place January 30th. That's next that's, week. That's right, man. I know. Can you believe it? This eight, month's eight almost gone. Today. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, we're going already. to be celebrating. Hello, the, uh, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome on board. So that's going to be exciting. You can get more de uh, details at the Destination 831 Facebook page. Um, we're talking about uh, some music. We're talking about uh, what are some of the coolest things that you find about being in a band, and then what are some of the things that are most challenging? Sure. Um, I'll start with that. Um, Please. The coolest thing about uh, being in a band for me is being able to um, collectively put something together and then show it off mm -hmm. um, and share it with uh, and share it with a whole bunch of people that you know maybe otherwise we may uh, not have been able to have that connection with. Uh, so, um, another really cool thing is I can say that we officially have fans, mm. you know, <laughs> like, that's like, awesome, it's a, man. Yeah, that, I like know that, you do. It's a, we have like a, a pretty, uh, healthy following right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and we're super grateful for that. Yeah. So, um, and then for me in particular, I'm a gearhead, so I like buying a whole bunch of amps and pedals and, and guitars and using them, you know, for something positive and, um, wearing a whole bunch of face paint and crazy costumes. Yeah, so do you take on? Uh, does the face paint help you kind of take on a different identity when you're on the stage up there? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's something that you can. There are a lot of things that you can get away with in face paint that, uh, for some reason, <laughs> yeah, like, if take I your word for it, that. like if I, if I were in uh, in my work clothes, I would feel utterly ridiculous. Um, and that I just some people use sunglasses. Um, yeah, some people <laughs> sunglasses. You know, yep. um, yeah. For me, that's just uh, I, that goes back to 
like Bootsy Collins mm, as of one of those bass players that was yeah. just as much an entertainer as right. he was a musician. And uh, another shout out to Tony Miles. Like uh, he uh, he showed me that like it was like equal part showmanship. And like you know I was I'm always uh, I guess. I'm always operating on the energy of like, I never want to bore my audience. <laughs> good. Oh, that's a good one, man. Yeah, that makes sense. How about you, El Cap? Same thing. Best thing, uh, being so, in the band, some of the challenges you face. So many things. Uh, I love the fact that, like I say, if you have an idea in your head and then you want to uh, materialize it, you know, listen to it, get uh, other ideas, bounce off ideas, uh, better parts, uh, edit parts. I love all that process. And then being able to, like Glenn was saying, show it off. Right. Yeah, so that's amazing for me. Uh, the fact that you can come up with an idea with a chorus and then other person can write a verse. So it's truly collaboration yeah. on, on like, feelings and expression. It's, it's a lot of that for me. Uh, challenges, uh, it's relationships, right? So sure. a band of six is a relationship of six. Yeah, a so lot. a relationship sure. of two is difficult, right? right? <laughs> yeah, with six, I can see why. So it's scheduling and all sorts of other things throughout. All of that. But yeah. my, my basic uh, philosophy for life, and this will be the last thing uh, because <laughs> I'm going to run out with him and then it's going to close up. But uh, if you're more happy than sad, you're doing all right. Yeah. So if I'm 51%, not ideally, right? Ideally, you want to be 90% happy, 10% sad. But yeah. if I'm 51% happy, I'm going to keep going. All right. So this is a lot more than 51% for I the tribe. So, man. But, but that's, that's, that's my feeling. Um, and I'm going to leave you guys with Glenn Bell. All right. Uh, you got all, all, all the questions you have for Glenn Bell, but my baby is just. Well, I want to thank you, El Kappa, <laughs> Sensory Tribe. You can catch him with an acoustic set coming up here January 30th for the Destination 831 ribbon cutting. And now uh, we appreciate the invitation. Thank yeah. you so much, Kevin. Uh, thank you, Facebook, for watching. Uh, and we'll be resharing all this stuff. Thank you, Casey. Uh, Pleasure. I'll, I'll stick around, but I'll let all you right, guys yeah. talk. Uh, all right. Good to see stuff. you, baby G. Take Glenn care, Pat. Glenn is a really good interviewer, yeah. so oh, I'll just be right outside running this crazy <laughs> child a little bit. Joy's right, of live podcasting right here. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys around now. Now, Glenn, one of the things that you've been taking notes, because you're in the podcast game yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, well, fledgling, right? Uh, so like, <laughs> welcome to the game. We've I mean, got like four episodes um, currently on SoundCloud. I'm mm -hmm. very proud of them. I'm a big fan of uh, the podcast uh, Sound Exploder, where they kind of take the individual stems of each, like of, of these like uh, major productions, and they interview the artists about how they uh, recorded each track that's essentially what we're doing with sensory tribe is uh because i said everyone is a composer so we'll isolate their verse mm -hmm. and while it's playing in the background we'll have them wow. kind of you know um uh, analyze unique, it. Isn't it yeah it's kind of editing intensive yeah. you know so uh <laughs> so oh, i think we're going to change the format to where it's a little bit more conversational okay. but uh yeah again i'm trying to keep my audience's uh, engaged and entertained throughout. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, too, in terms of marketing uh, yourselves, getting the word out, do you have any merchandise or anything like that? People are... Thank you for the reminder. Uh, why I'm here. That's the only reason they brought me here. No, uh, yeah. Sell so t-shirts. That's another cool thing that I'm really proud of with the band is that we've uh, tried to come up with, uh, with different ways to get, you know, our product out into, um, you know, into people's eyes and uh i've taken the merch table under my wing and so uh, 
um, it, it's just because of uh, my decades worth of experience of retail. Yeah, when you yeah. see the, our merch table, you know, the, the shirts are folded neatly. Nice. Um, and, uh, we've got like some led lights and signs and a banner and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we took our time to really, you know, like make sure that we had consensus on like the design of each shirt. Mm -hmm. We just added sweatshirts for the winter. Uh, so yeah, at every show come and come and, uh, come and visit us at the merch table. They really are a fun band. I had a chance to see you guys when you were opening up the, uh, Carmel Brewing Company. Remember oh, wow, that? okay. Uh, the, that was a fun night, yeah. That was a great night. That was about a year ago, right? It really was, yeah. And that's the first time I'd seen you. That's what I liked about it, too, was the um, uh, the horns playing, and it's just a unique thing. We're lucky to have them. Yeah, it really is. Well, we're lucky players. to have you guys. It's Sensory Tribe. This is uh, Glenn Bell, who's joined us. And Glenn, uh, once again, people want to check you out. Best thing, Instagram or Facebook? Uh, either one. Yeah, Facebook. Our Facebook is probably uh, the best place to, to find us, facebook.com uh, slash Century Tribe. All right, that's it. And again, chance to catch Century Tribe coming up here January 30th. That's going to be a Thursday, 5 to 7.30, right? And what are we going to have here, Glenn, again? Please, you did the plug so good the first time around. Oh, wow. Let's see if I can even remember. There's going to be beer, wine. Yeah, beer. Thank you. <laughs> beer, wine, snacks. And, uh, yeah, and, of course, live music. And I, I actually, you know, I'm going to go ahead and press pause for a second. This is the most technologically advanced room it's amazing. in Monterey County, I got to say, in terms like, in, like, this is rivaling KSBW in terms oh, of, like. I got like, news for you. I've been at KSBW. This is better. This is better. <laughs> it really is. The equipment, the size of the equipment, the quality of the people involved, Destination 831, we'll have more information for you to come out and find out all the nice toys we have. And how you can have a chance to play sure. it as well. And I got to thank you, uh, Kevin, and, uh, and and thank you uh, for this interview and, and this opportunity. This is a, I, I can only imagine uh, what you know the output and of what is going to be able to be uh, created here. Can't wait to find out. All right, again, Glenn Bell, uh, Sensory Tribe, great band. Check them out on Facebook. And again, join us on Thursday, January thirtieth, right here, across from Post No Bills in Sand City for the ribbon cut- cutting of Destination 831. Coach Casey, thanking you for joining us and look forward to having you join us for our next podcast right here.